You're about to get fucking attacked again, man. I've just been watching yeah. like the the edge of your the edge of your video box. There's just like a tail, like like coming off, like it's like a shark fan, yeah. and, like like Jaws Dead. is coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be a crash coming soon. Oh God! We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. the USA. USA. Okay, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. Hi. Oh, hi. Fine. It was fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, if you're with us last week, uh, we got about halfway through the uh, the long and uh, scouting and law enforcement and gambling career of uh, James Butler Hick Hickok, more popularly known as Wild Bill. And so today we'll be doing part two of uh, Wild Bill. So, uh, with no further ado, we'll get back to those comic sands. So he becomes marshal for the whole district of Kansas. Ooh. Again, chasing around army deserters and horse thieves, stealing army horses. Uh, December 22nd, 1867, Wild Bill was going back to Fort Riley when he stopped into a saloon in Jefferson County. He just wanted a whiskey or two and pass on through. But he was getting abuse from some cattle herders in the saloon. They were getting more abusive and personal. Then one intentionally bumped into Wild Bill, spilling his drink. Uh, Wild Bill swung around and backhanded the dude in the face and said, Now cut it out before this gets serious. <laughs> nice. Then the man's friend pulled their guns. Wild Bill shot one uh, and then got shot through the right shoulder. Oh. But didn't stop him, though. Uh, he shot two with his left hand. <laughs> and then two more men were hit. Uh, the man on the floor was getting up with uh, with a gun, so Wild Bill shot off his jaw. Oh, Jesus! Fuck. <laughs> and which that guy survived for like another year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just it's just old jawless Tim McGillicuddy, <laughs> old suck, suckerfish McGillicuddy. What do you call that? Oh, uh, Wild Bill was the only one to survive his wounds, though. So, well, like like I said, though, that's what you needed to do. Is just I'm sure these assholes are like blam, blam, blam. And he's like, oh shit, took one to the shoulder. Better make sure and aim. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, like, slow, slow like and steady, sl slow and motherfucking execution style. I guess wins the race. Mm -hmm. uh, spring of 1868, he meets up again with Buffalo Bill in Junction City, Kansas. Buffalo Bill was recently married. Uh, both became scouts at Fort Ellsworth. Uh, the year before, Buffalo Bill earned his nickname shooting uh, tons of buffalo for the railroad there. He said in a period of 18 months, he killed 4,280 buffalo, which is not even close to a record. A lot more were shot by one, yeah. one person. Uh, after a short stint there, Batten, they split ways. Batten, it's like you're proud of yourself for... 
<laughs> shooting the largest thing you could possibly shoot at. Yeah. That doesn't even try to run away when you shoot at it. You know? <laughs> Just stands there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Wild Bill goes to scout for the 10th Cavalry after that. Ooh, which the are Buffalo the... Soldiers. Bill might have been one of the few white guys to willing to work with black soldiers, spending most of the summer of 1868 working with them as a scout and dispatch writer. The 10th Cavalry uh, went until 1944. Mm-hmm. It was all black regiment until then. Yeah, isn't that about when we actually started integrating the... Oh, it's more like we got rid of the cavalry, because I don't think we even integrated the army in the till after World War II, didn't we? Yeah, well, you know, they let them come along and cook build and, stuff and cook. Yeah, and do all, do all, all the shit menial. nobody wants to do. Yeah. Well. Hooray, white people! Ugh. <laughs> Uh, he was attached to Custer from time to time during that winter, uh, but he did not participate in the Washita massacre. Uh, he was with General William Penrose going over Raton Pass, freezing and starving. Yeah, Raton and, Pass fucking blows. Yep, they had to be rescued by Buffalo Bill in the mountains. Then, after to celebrate, they steal some beer destined for a fort and get drunk. <laughs> Why not? Beer picturing, picturing Buffalo Bill needs to rescue him because, you know, being Buffalo Bill, I'm picturing him, like, showing up, riding a buffalo, wearing a buffalo robe, coming out of the storm, <laughs> and the buffalo's got, like, the keg of brandy, like the fucking St. Bernard from the, <laughs> from the cartoons. Like, Here to save you, fellas, you know. Now let's go steal some beer. There's a yeah. 7-Eleven at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, March 1869, he's riding as a courier. And he shoots and kills a buffalo for dinner, starts roasting it, but this attracts... Yeah, I love that. Shoots a buffalo for dinner. A (laughs) buffalo for dinner. He's a hungry man. Yeah. (laughs) Probably just cut out the tongue and the hump and ate that and left the rest sitting there. Mm -hmm. Jesus. You got to eat it all your dinner. Can't leave any. Clean club. That's how you did your shopping back in the day. Only 900 more pounds to eat. (laughs) It's like a fucking scene from Seven. Yeah. Just sits on the carcass for a month, just gnawing, like, (laughs) all right, it's the uh, the old uh, old 96-er from, like, The Great Outdoors. Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What's the old 96-er? Oh, that's our world-famous Paul Bunyan's Blue Ox Steak. It is a 96-ounce prime-aged beef steak. And if you or any member of your party orders the old 96er and finishes, everybody eats for free. You finish eating the entire buffalo after a month, and a Lakota warrior rides up and hands you the T-shirt and the plaque that goes with, <laughs> I finished the old... The yeah. old half half tonner. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing left on that plate but fat and gristle. Good gristle. Yeah. Yep. So he's uh, sitting there cooking a buffalo. This attracts seven Cheyenne warriors. He takes down four with a rifle before one puts a spear into his thigh. Yeah, because he clearly didn't have enough food to share. I was going to say, just give them some fucking cheeseburgers and (laughs) pick them on their way. God damn it. Then with his revolvers, he shoots the other two and one ran off. Uh, His horse was speared too, so he shot the horse and uses an Indian pony. Yep, well, he would if he didn't have a spear in his leg. But he rides back to Fort Lyon where a bunch of woodcutters 
find him riding almost falling out of oh, the Oh, they're fucking dead. They're all yeah, dead. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is right before they were killed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Buffalo Bill was at the fort, too, and Wild Bill gave him the rest of the spear that was still left in his leg as a trophy. Oh, good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the camp doctor, who probably wasn't a real doctor, maybe just like a barber or something. There's no probably about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, told him he couldn't get it out without hitting an artery, so he wanted to amputate his leg. Uh, Wild Bill thought it was time to go back east and visit anyway, so hearing that his mother was sick, he decides to go back to Illinois with a spear in his leg. <laughs> Where'd you get your doctorate anyway, buddy? Uh, Civil War. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. you a saw. Yeah, yeah right. a saw, a jug of whiskey, and if you're lucky, a rag full of ether. Food <laughs> <laughs> for the doctor. <sighs> <laughs> All right, should we let her buck? Get cut? Huh? Who's stoked? <laughs> Nothing better than the sound of bone just sawing. Well, I find that the screaming really drowns out the sawing noises. So. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> so by the time he gets home, it's infected. Shocking. Had, it, had to have it lanced, which is funny because there's it's a already a lance in it. Because it's a lance. <laughs> But after a few months, uh, he gets all better and returns west. Takes up more marshalling and more scouting. Basically, he was just a marshal and a goddamn scout. Yep. Uh, July 1869 becomes marshal of Rowdy Hayes City, Kansas. Becomes uh, marshal of where? Hayes City. Oh, I heard you. I, it, it sounded like you said Rowdy Rap- Hay or something. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard Randy Hay. Like okay. <laughs> Hayes City. Okay. Uh, basically, he gets that job because whoever else was getting that job bailed on it. Um, plus, there wasn't anyone there to try cases. Uh, no judge. Uh, most people were just left to jail without being prosecuted. And <laughs> because like, we're going to throw like, you in jail because, but there's well, no law there, all, so there's nothing you could do about it. Well, they also <laughs> like chop their way out the next day anyway, or yep. Yep. stabbed a guard, or dug a hole, or. Or just opened the door and left because they didn't yeah, have just, a lock on the fucking door? Just left. You don't go anywhere. Yeah, they, stay right there in this cabin. Hey, man, what's that circle of rocks on the ground over there? Is that for... That's our jail. You stay put or else. If you leave that circle now, you're going to be in trouble. You don't want to see what happens. You step outside that circle. <laughs> okay, I'll stay here. Hey, there's a shotgun in the circle. <laughs> Sweet. Oops. Always leaving that shotgun where the prisoners can get it. <laughs> So mostly Wild Bill gave him the option of either heading east or west on the train or north to the cemetery. Oh. Uh, one time a drunk ruffian named Bill Mulvey was drunk <laughs> and <laughs> promised to kill Wild Bill. He goes around town shooting uh, bottles and lamps and mirrors. Um, Mulvey rode by Wild Bill to the next saloon. Wild Bill said, don't shoot that man in the back. He's drunk. But then Mulvey turns around with a rifle ready, and oh. then Wild Bill shoots him through the temple. <laughs> well, that's not the back. Don't you that. Yep. Hey, man, can you turn around, please, so I can put a yeah. bullet in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least give me a profile, you know. Yeah. So someone can say it's not the back. <laughs> Another time, a short man named Sullivan, for some reason, just pulls a pistol on Wild Bill and aims it at him. 
Then he begins to compose out loud like a newspaper article on how he killed Wild Bill. <laughs> this is how I killed Wild Bill. And he keeps going on and on about it. Oh, what? he kind of like he kind of like got out of order his task listing. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, what are we going to do today? Okay, we're going to find Wild Bill, right? We're going to make sure the pistol's loaded. And we're going to get the drop on him. Then we're going to shoot him. And then we got to, the press is going to want to talk to us immediately afterwards. We got to have our comment ready. You know, and then, and then, and then uh, kind of gets the to-do list out of order. Yep. He gets uh, too caught up in composing the article. Fucking takes his snuff porn fanfic. Yep. Takes his eyes off a of Wild Bill enough for Wild Bill to draw on him, shooting him mid-sentence. This is how I shot Wild Bill. <laughs> Uh, Wild Bill remarked to the crowd, quote, he talked his life away, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Is is that guy's last words, like, written somewhere, like, recorded somewhere? You would hope so. Yeah. Since he was writing them himself. Yeah. Uh, That fall, there was an official election. Uh, Hayes City was actually getting some form of government there. Uh, Wild Bill lost to Rattlesnake Pete Lanahan, uh, a Democrat. Most of the town was a Democrat, too. Wow, there no a, hard f- feelings, though. What was that's he running for? Sheriff or Marshal, oh, okay. I guess, Marshal. Comptroller. Mm-hmm. But there were no hard feelings between the two. Uh, later, Rattlesnake Peak gets two bullets in the chest in 1871. He was not as uh, feared as Wild Bill. Uh, even, though he has a, even though he has a more metal of the uh, nicknames, for mm-hmm. sure. Before Rattlesnake, uh, Rattlesnake Pete took over, a pugilist came to town and challenged people to fight. This is kind of a new entertainment thing, boxing. Uh, and he couldn't get any takers to pay him fi- to see him fight. So he had to kind of up his profile, so he challenged Wild Bill to a fight. Uh, the two step outside, and the crowd came along. Uh, the fight lasted less than five minutes with the pugilist having water splashed on him to revive him. So he got knocked the fuck out. Damn. <laughs> and he had to leave town. It's like, yeah, you're not very good. Basically, yeah. this is before the Marcus of Queensbury rules, so he kind of crouches down, and you know, Wild Bill, I probably just kick the crap out of him. Well, <laughs> nobody, nowhere did I hear he said that it said that he didn't like pistol whip him either. Probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only time being a quick draw would actually help you out. Yep. Uh, spring eighteen seventy one, he becomes Marshal of Abilene. Yay. After uh, a popular guy named Tom Smith, who never carried a gun, just used his fist. Uh, That's a bold fucking move. Yeah, is that he song was a lyrics? Boxer too. He's bad. Uh, they will bad. be now. Leroy Smith didn't use no gun; he just used his fist. <laughs> uh, when you're also the marshal, you'd earn twenty five percent of all the fines that you collected too. Ooh, graft and corruption. Oh mm-hmm. man, that is not good. <laughs> Yes. And he would he would uh, get an additional fifty cents for any stray dog that he killed too. Oh Jesus Christ! You're crafting a fucking serial killer. (laughs) No, it's like it'd be like if uh, if you made a I don't know like a like a like a prison if you made it like for profit. Oh, shocking! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just fucked up. Yeah, you'd just be like. You know, looking for people to put in jail all the time, yeah. so you can make or more money. Like, things where you can like take their property, you know, without them being actually charged with a crime, and then you got to prove that the property's not. Oh yeah, that'd be crazy. Really, you know, that'd be nuts if that shit like that would happen, huh? Mm-hmm. It's or, all you know, happening. It's all happening. 
Uh, Wild Bill wore his pistols butt forward yep. and low. In so he sash. would kind of cross, cross draw. Well, he usually, at least in pictures, he usually had them not in holsters, just tucked into a sash, too. Mmm, sashy. Yep. But uh, the cross draw would kind of kick away the coat or the cape you know, when right. they draw out and not get hung up on them. Right, and you got to remember at the time, that's another reason why quick draw wasn't really that big of a thing for most cowboys or most, you know, anybody that's carrying a pistol. The whole point of your fucking holster is so your gun doesn't go, like, flying out of it, you know, so you're not, like, sticking it in your waistband and trying to ride a horse. So the holster was meant to, I don't know, keep the gun in there. So it's not like, you know, it was just going to come fucking flying out of there unless you made a special quick-draw holster. Like, most of them were a little more form-fitting. It's a lot like uh, today we have the the, the Kydex holsters where, I mean, your gun's kind of held in there by friction and stuff and, like, they're retention holsters. It's even hard for somebody else to pull your fucking gun out of your holster. So if you're trying to, if you think you're going to have to be in quick draw scenarios, it's better not to have it in a holster. It's better to just tuck it into something like a sash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so he was expert with both hands. Uh, oh, when he yeah. Gets, he say, sets up he shop <laughs> in the, yeah, sets up shop in the Alamo Saloon, even though the marshal had his own office. Basically, he was closer to the action there, and plus he could get something to drink. While he's on the clock. Every 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, Tom Carson was one of his deputies. That was the nephew of Kit. Uh, also, when he was Abilene, he gets the famous visitor, John Wesley Harden. Yeah. Yep. So the famous story is, while Bill asked for his guns, uh, John Wesley spun him around real quick and uh, sprung the barrel towards Wild Bill. You know, doing a... Uh, then quickly handed him back to... to uh, Wild Bill. Uh, John Wesley said he cursed him for being a long-haired scoundrel who would shoot shoot him in the back. Wild Bill said that he was mistaken and he wanted to be his friend and bought him a drink. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so Harden agreed not to wear his guns into town. Hickok agreed to pretend that he didn't know that he was a wanted guy in t- down in Texas there. Uh, later, that was when Harden shot the guy for snoring. Yeah, right. that's right. And escapes out the window with no pants on into a wagon. And then while he was escaping, he said, give Wild Bill my love. Aww. You know what's funny? At that time, he probably would have got arrested for, like, not having any pants on. But the killing oh, yeah. guy, shooting a guy for sleeping or for snoring was probably like, man, whatever. That happened. Well, he probably jumped out the window with no pants on, but made sure to put his hat on also. Absolutely. Of course. that'd be scandalous. Uh, summer of 71, uh, Frank and Jesse James and Cole Younger come through town. Oh, fuck. But... They were probably gone before Wild Bill knew knew that they were there, though. But could have been another shootout there. Yeah. Uh, maybe Wild Bill's toughest confrontation was against the two business owners, Ben Thompson and Phil Coe. Oh yeah. Who had the first saloon entering town from the trail, the Bull's Head? Yay! Oh yeah. <laughs> we talked about it once before, but that's that's the one with the giant painting of a bull on the side of it. Yeah, with mm-hmm. a giant dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. Uh, so when Citizen complained, Wild Bill didn't grab a gun, he grabbed a paintbrush and covered up the penis. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sell out. Uh, Thompson tried to get Harden to kill Wild Bill, but he refused. He's <laughs> like, fight your own goddamn battles. <laughs> uh, Coke confronted Wild Bill one day and said, I could kill a crow on the wing. 
And then oh, Wild Bill retorted, well, was the crow shooting back at you? Because I will be, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking baller right there. I like that. Yep. Summer of 71 came to town the Circus of the Hippo Olympiad and Mammoth, uh, owned by Agnes Thatcher Lake, uh, who was came to be Wild Bill's wife and the love of his life, not oh, Columbia yeah. Jane, the... The weirdo. <laughs> uh, Agnes joined the circus at 19 and married a clown, Bill Lake, who was 30. What? Is and, he a real clown? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a circus. I'm assuming they have a real clown. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, again. they saved up enough to buy their own circus, being partnered with uh, Bailey of Barnum and Bailey. Uh, in 1869, uh, Bill the Clown was killed. By a man trying to see a minstrel show for free. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a like a fucking pie accident or something. Well, I mean that's a tale of woe. I mean that's that's like a Coen Brothers movie right there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like this guy that probably I'm picturing almost like a baskets the clown kind of scenario. Like he's really into clowning, but he wants to be like the fancy European clown, but he <laughs> sucks, so he ends up having to go out on the frontier and be a clown. And then, you know, just slowly gets degraded and dips into alcoholism. And then is finally just killed trying to keep a guy from getting into the show for free. <laughs> God. You know, that's some, that's some fucking Sad depressing shit. shit. Hey, I'm trying, to find, I'm trying to find pictures of the Bull's Head Saloon. And uh, apparently that, that video game, Call of Juarez, uh-huh. uh, the, that's like one of the buildings in, in one of the maps. Really? Yeah, the Bull's Head. So October, the last of the cattle drives were in town, and it was kind of a rowdy crowd. Uh, none had weapons, though, so Wild Bill kind of paid them no mind and let them have their fun. But later he hears a shot, so he runs towards it, and it came from the bull's head. Oh, no. But the only one in there with a gun was owner Phil Coe, who claimed he shot at a dog. To get uh, the Wild bounty Bill on the dog. Was, yep. Wild Bill was going to turn away when Co pointed the gun at Wild Bill, but of course Wild Bill was quicker and Co's shots missed. Hickok hit him twice in the stomach. After four days of suffering, Co dies. Yay! Oh, see, well, here's what's okay. Here, here's a perfect example of this kind of shit, where uh, depending on your sourcing, because my sourcing is talking about the same thing. Runs in there, sees Co holding a pistol. Uh, and Cove apparently pointed at him and fired, and he missed. And apparently, they're claiming that Hickok shot him and killed him instantly. Mm. And then the crowd did something, and then Bill kind of just shot somebody else that was an innocent bystander in the crowd. Actually, that was his deputy, Mike Williams. Okay. <laughs> kind of out of the corner of his eye, he sees somebody running, so he shoots him. Oh, shit. And that's uh, one of his best friends. No good. <laughs> After good that, see. he tells all the cowboys to get the hell out of town. Oh, good to see that law enforcement's become a lot more responsible about when they like pour bullets into somebody's apartment, say, in the yeah. middle of the night, or you know. So Wild Bill Fuck. was kind of bummed after that, so he quits shortly after. Uh, some bounty hunters tried to get the jump on him, but he caught him on the train and forced them to jump while it was moving. I'm, oh, imag- I'm imagining those fucking space bounty hunters from the movie Critters. 
of all the planets in the galaxy. They chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. They bite. Oh, kill Kreitz. <laughs> uh, Abilene didn't want to be a cow town anymore either, so they actually fired well, Bill, when he quit. We don't want you to be a cow town anymore. We're going to be known for our theater and our fucking art installations <laughs> and our fucking fancy cheeses. You kind of don't get to choose whether they're a cow town. You kind of get to be a cow town because if that's where the fucking railhead is. Yep. But uh, that time the railhead kept moving west. So, oh, well, I yeah. mean, what was their plan? I mean, I guess what do they do in Abilene these days? I, be, I know I've been through there, but aren't they still a fucking cow town? <laughs> like, well, the mayor is a cow, but not. It's like, how, how's that? Sh- is. How's that shit working for you? You I, know, I bet they got a Walmart. That's probably what they got going on. Eh, very likely. <laughs> so he kind of drifts around a while in Kansas gambling. Goes to Colorado and meets up with Charlie Utter. They, he was kind of a, a kindred spirit. Both were dandy dressers. Yep. And Charlie, as we uh, we famously talked about, was one of the few people that liked to bathe every day at this mm-hmm. time. Uh, about this time, he goes back to KC. His eyes are starting to give him some trouble, blurriness and stuff like that. Which is uh, not doctor great. Said if, if you're if you're a guy who requires. You know, accurate shooting, not great to have, like, macular degeneration or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when everybody wants to challenge you f- for a gunfight, too. So. Yep. Uh, Doc said he'd probably go blind. Nobody knows for sure why he was going blind. Could have been, they always blame syphilis. Or it could have been glaucoma. You never know. Syphilacoma. Yep. If, if somebody would have just, like, got him some, you know, uh, medical marijuana. Yeah. It's great for glaucoma. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back. Whiskey. It'll get you drunk. Late for class. Forgot your books. Your cat was eaten by your dog. Your dog was eaten by a grizzly bear. McKinsey broke up with you after a three-month relationship. Boy, have you had a day. New from Bronson Swagger, the makers of the first American scotch comes child's play. The first whiskey for kids. With fun flavors like black bean, goat milk, New England blue crab, grape, Many, many more. And it's only 50 proof. Go ahead and have that third glass. So unwind and leave your troubles behind. Cause it's playtime. Child's play from Bronson Swagger. Bronson Swagger. 
Esker. Oh, I guess that's... I forgot it was the Chisholm Trail that was why Abilene was Abilene. The First what low. trail? The, the fucking the Chisholm. Chisholm Trail. I heard... The, yeah, I heard Chisholm Trail. Yeah, no, for sure. Not the, but yeah, then that <laughs> then that moved. Or, or the railroads moved. Yeah, yeah. So the Chisholm Trail kind of like shifted uh, towards Caldwell, apparently. But... Uh, Still trying to find out what they what they do in Abilene. Apparently, Abilene, as of last cens- uh, census, uh, there's only like sixty eight hundred people there right now. So, well, according to the song, it's the prettiest town he's ever seen. So. That's that's Texas, though. There's Abilene, Texas. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, where's this Abilene? Kansas. Oh, okay. I thought we were in Texas this whole time. No, I always get it confused too because, like you're saying, the Gary P. Nunn song. It's like uh, the one they used for Austin City Limits, like, want to go home with the armadillos. The armadillo. And they're meaning Abilene, Texas, for ah. that song. But I always think it's Abilene, Kansas. But it's a good ass song. It's fucking funny. It's like uh, London, uh, Lon- London Homesick Blues, the name of that song. Pretty good song. Oh, shit. Uh,. I almost forgot. Fuck Mile City. Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> it also goes in miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we haven't even been to Montana at all. I know. In this whole trek. Uh, spring of 1872, Wild Bill produces a Wild West show. Holy shit. Uh, you'd think that <gasps> Buffalo Bill went on to have the, the popular one, but it was Wild Bill who started his own first. Yeah. Even though he wasn't at all comfortable as an actor. Uh, they opened up at Niagara Falls on July 20th. However, there was no script. <laughs> Basically, it was just a big buffalo chase. Oh, tight. So it's just like a <laughs> fucking upright citizens brigade? Yeah. <laughs> Only also there's like 20 buffalo being chased in a circle by... Probably by white people dressed like Indians, very likely. I would like to see a yeah. bunch of a, a bunch of um, uh, improv comedians get chased around by you know twenty head of buffalo. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'd, I'd see that. Or, or yeah. like, uh, or do the thing where you know we got a like a bear on a bear on a rope, and you gotta like stand in the circle by the bear and tell your <laughs> jokes or something. Oh yeah, perfect. Uh, but of course the Buffalo, when they let them loose, they just kind of stood there and look at the crowd because they've never seen a crowd of people before. <laughs> uh, Wild Bill had to fire his pistol. Then they go, uh, run in. Uh, they were joined by wild dogs who entered the arena. <laughs> the Buffalo bust out of the arena and into the town yes. of Niagara Falls. <laughs> Well, this went about as poorly as it could have gone. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Wild Bill and his other guys took off after the buffalo. Um, the crowd goes home, but they made $124. God, plus, they sold the buffalo to the butcher after the I was going to say, them. they probably were shooting buffalo. It was like, oh, uh, we got a lot of, we just came into a, quite a large supply of buffalo meat this afternoon. <laughs> uh, we're going you know, to ship it here. It's like, well, I, we don't have any way to haul it over here. Uh, there's some over on 3rd Street. There's, uh, there's another one in the alley over by the doctor's office. Um, there's a couple of them down in the, in the Central Park area. Yeah. <laughs> So with his eyesight declining, he couldn't go back to law fighting or scouting. Law fighting? Kinda, yep. 
So Buffalo Bill comes up with a successful Wild West production. It was written by Ned Buntline, oh, who intended Buntline? as. Yep. <laughs> yeah, defended the is the Buntline uh, the Buntline uh, Colts. Yeah, no, maybe. Hold Wait, on. is that a gun? Yeah, uh, famously right. famously given to Wyatt Wyatt Earp by Bat Masterson. It's a peacemaker with an extra long barrel. That you can use to beat the shit out of somebody like it's a crowbar. Oh, it's like the Joker gun. <laughs> Not quite yeah. that big, but yeah. Uh, he intended it as a melodrama, but it played more like a comedy, kind of like The Room. Uh, well, I was gonna say if you if you write and produce a melodrama, like it's gonna suck. Like most of the time, if you take it way too seriously, <laughs> it's gonna fucking suck, and it's gonna everyone's gonna laugh at you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I don't know. I just looked up the uh, the Colt Bunt line. Uh, oh, according to uh, the guy that made it was Stuart and Lake, but he's according to Lake, the dime novelist Ned Buntline commissioned the prod- production of five Buntline specials. Wow. Uh, Lake described them as extra long Colt single action army revolvers, 12 inch barrel, so not the Joker fucking right. four foot no, barrel. It's, it's more like the gun from um, Johnny Dangerously. They made it for him special. It's an 88 Magnum. It shoots through schools. Well, and then Buntline, Buntline presented them to five lawmen, and thanks for their help in contributing to basically his bullshit stories he's been peddling around the East uh, Coast. He's just trying to sell books. Um, Got it. So, yeah. Well, and then after he did that, then he uh, tried to say that Wyatt Earp designed it, I guess. I heard I had heard that Wyatt Earp got his from Bat Masterson, but that may not be true. But... Whatever. But yeah, so it did have something to do with that fucking guy that wrote the Buffalo Bill script. Crazy. Even though he probably couldn't fire him himself. He wouldn't care to. (laughs) Still, I just want to put this out there. Bat Masterson is one of the coolest fucking names from the 1800s. Oh, yeah. Like, bar none. After the debacle, um, Buffalo Bill kind of had to talk uh, Wild Bill into uh, doing this play. But $100 a week helps out which is twice as he earned as a marshal. And he was old guy at the time. He was 36. Wow. With his eyesight already going. But the New York Herald called it everything so wonderfully bad it was almost good. But still people people would come to it, though. It was the first B movie. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that the one one where... uh, uh uh, there's like the one where he's in Buffalo, New York, and he just kind of like gets stage fright and just stands there, like frozen. <laughs> Probably he didn't yeah. like being on stage. That's uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the, and, the 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 New York Tribune or whatever at the time is like right does a write up about it. They're like almost as good as Ninja Three: The Domination. Yes. <laughs> uh, it annoyed Wild Bill when people laughed at his lines. So Wild Bill would play practical jokes, one time using live rounds to shoot out a spotlight on him. I knew that was going to be one of the practical (laughs) jokes as he fucking shoots at people or shoots Uh, at shit. Yeah, yeah. basically he had to wear uh, sunglasses too because his eyes were that bad and he didn't like the spotlights on him. I bet you that looked pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Some kind of Straight up some Ray-Bans. Yeah, what the fuck? Dude, what did sunglasses look like back then? What year is this? Like 18? Small. 
kind of like picture uh, you ever seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah, yeah. Like kind of picture, kind of picture those. I mean, the ones that Gary Oldman wears. Uh, those are a little bit fictionalized, but a lot of times um, they were like purple or green rather than black too. They they, they didn't have a great way to tint uh, the way we're used to. Probably had and a shitload of mercury in it. And most of them didn't really protect you from UV rays at all. They just kind of kept. Oh yeah, you know, like blue tint. Cool. Uh, Buffalo Bill in Buntline found that Wild Bill performed better if he had a nip or two before the performance. Just get him shit-faced. kind of turned and... into during the performance. One time he got pissed off uh, when they were fake drinking uh, like some tea, and he's like, God damn it, give me some real whiskey while they're doing the play. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually he leaves the performance, but later attends the play as a spectator. He was appalled with the new Wild Bill's performance, so he goes on stage and decks him. <laughs> what the fuck? Which just amplify the shit out of the show, I, I presume. I would pay to see all of these things, actually. You know, fully. Uh, after that, Wild Bill goes to Cheyenne and meets up again with Colorado Charlie Utter. Uh, and I think, went to gambling and I think, as a profession. And Charlie's brother that never gets any play. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, brother Utter? Brother, brother Utter. Utter. Brother from, Brother from a mother. different different udder. Brother from a udder's mutters. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, Cheyenne was cleaning up uh, their act there, and Wild Bill was arrested for vagrancy. Oh, no. But before he leaves, Cheyenne, he marries Agnes Lake, and they hope to rejoin in the fall after Wild Bill made his fortune in the Black Hills. Because, yeah, because he was going to definitely pan some gold, because... He really liked that physical work, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually goes to St. Louis to try to find people to help him work claims, but that didn't work out either. Uh, back in Cheyenne, he found that Charlie Utter was in town organizing a transportation service between Cheyenne and the Black Hills. So Wild Bill kind of throws in with him. Uh, they finally pull out of Cheyenne June 27th uh, with no knowledge that the little bighorn had just happened two days before. <laughs> Perfect time to go. Yep. Goddamn. Um, 30 wagons joined the train. One person on that train was Calamity Jane. Another person was Madam Mustache. Yay! Woohoo! Uh, Wild Bill didn't have any time for Calamity Jane, let alone be a romantic partner. But they both enjoyed whiskey, so that was something they bonded over. <laughs> You know what? He probably uh, had like diabetes. That's why he was going blind. Just from drink doing nothing but drinking whiskey all the time. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been also like just everything everything you do would kill you then. The medicine would kill you, the food would kill you. Yeah. The syphilis. The, out, the outdoors would kill you, the being indoors would kill you. The syphilis would definitely get a get a good grip on you. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Honor the 45th and last president of these United States of America by owning a pair of Trump truck nuts. Made of ballistic plastics, these handsome nuts hang patriotically off your truck's rear end. 
These finely crafted testes are molded after the president's own nutbag. They're so realistic, you can smell the American exceptionalism. Real Sumatran orangutan hairs are added for just, just terrific ubic hair. The president's face is embossed on both testes and stamped with the presidential seal. Buy these tremendously terrific Trump truck nuts today! Sold at Walmart and your classier dollar stores. Buy these nuts, they belong to Trump. It's the only truck nuts with the president's face. Some say they're toxic, but that's just fake news. Buy three or four and stick them on your heart today. Grab by the nuts. Grab by the nuts. Trump truck 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 nuts. This is how hard up at the gym they were. They were only had two other dancers, so Calamity Jane was immediately hired as one of them. <laughs> uh, around the wagon train, a hat was passed to get her some new duds and get her a bath. Yeah. Uh, Wild Bill contributed just to make sure she washed behind the ears. But then she just goes and bays in the creek and took off at the town with the money and drinking it, <laughs> it all up. <laughs> she didn't even dance. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <clears throat> But she did repay everybody. Uh, Bill refused his money back, saying, at least you look like a woman now. Mm. Ooh, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, Wild Bill was kind of rather morose during the trip. Uh, Charlie pressed him on it, and Wild Bill said that his days were numbered. He knew that he would be killed in the Black Hills for some reason. He must have had a premonition. Or he's suffering from fucking bipolar or manic depressive disorder. <laughs> Probably from the syphilis. Maybe he's psychic. Sure. Well, yeah. Sure. Uh, Wild Bill didn't do much prospecting there. Mostly he drank and gambled. Uh, the saloon number 10 was his home uh, with his friend uh, Harry Young, who helped in Abilene, was the bartender there. Um, his morning roti routine was to take target practice on a cottonwood tree on the creek. Then take a drink of whiskey, and then off to breakfast about noon. <laughs> Sounds great. That's like a Sounds fucking, fucking awesome. Like a day mm -hmm. camp or a, a bed and breakfast scenario. Or a, get behind. Or a being on tour in a, like a punk rock band or something. You guys do a lot mm -hmm. of target shooting, do you? Mm -hmm. uh, we did when we went to North Dakota. You were not wrong, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, uh, Bo found his like old BB guns from when he was a kid. And I remember, was it, it was Brett and... Zozer, I think, were like trying to shoot this pop yep. pop cans off the top of the the trailer, and uh, I remember I walked up just trying to make a joke. I'm like, "Let me see that thing!" Pump, 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 ping! Like nailed it. I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't even. Yeah, I actually uh, have those. I brought them back last time I was in North Dakota. I'm actually restoring those. Oh, tight. Do you remember how fucked up they were? Oh yeah, one of them you like yeah. spray painted camo or camo. something. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's in the gun locker right now. I'm going to strip all that off and restore it to its original glory. I just got a lot of work on the internals I got to do. 
And then the other one, I've done a lot of work to already, but I'm missing the trigger guard. And I got to find a trigger guard. Hey, there we go. If any of our listening, uh, if you got uh, an old, old school metal body Daisy 880 air rifle around with the old school like trigger guard, that's not one piece of the receiver. I need that. Get a hold of us somehow and I'll, I'll, I'll buy that off you. Yeah. Uh, was it <laughs> HTWWF podcast at gmail.com? Yeah. Yep. It's going to be one from about the, the early 90s, though. So any of that new plastic shit, I don't want it. Well, that's how we used to play tag back in the days with BB it's, guns. It's literally exactly the one I used to shoot at you with, is what he's talking <laughs> about. Yeah. <laughs> now, that was paintball before there was paintball. Yeah. Or actually, mm-hmm. there was paintball. It was just it was expensive, so... <laughs> Uh, while Bill was losing more than he was winning, uh, he was borrowing money from Charlie Utter. There was also rumor that Wild Bill would become the Marshal of Deadwood, but there was no truth to that. Mm-hmm. That would uh, put him in jeopardy uh, from people who didn't want law and order, like Alice Waringen. Yep. Yep. Also in Deadwood was a cross-eyed gent named Jack McCall. Hmm. Does that name ring a bill? It does to me. MC yeah. Call? He's yep. like a... DJ? Mm-hmm. <laughs> MC Chris. Uh, so the night of August 1st, uh, while Bill was playing cards at the number 10 saloon, one of the other participants was Jack McCall, who lost badly. Uh, while Bill felt sorry for him and gave him enough money for breakfast and told him to come back when he had enough to cover his bets. McCall was pissed off and refused the money, but while Bill insisted... The next day, uh, Wild Bill entered the number 10 saloon about 3 p.m. He had a bath, a breakfast at noon with Charlie Utter. He joined a park poker game already in progress with Carl Mann, Charles Rich, a 17-year-old, and Captain William Massey, former riverboat captain. Oh, wow. Uh, Rich usually had his chair up against the wall. Um, usually the person would give it up for Wild Bill, but Rich didn't because he was a punk little kid. Reluctantly, Wild Bill took the chair on the side, which gave him a view of the front door, but not the back door. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few times, uh, Wild Bill asked Rich to trade seats, but he refused, having good luck there. Uh, Wild Bill didn't have good luck and asked for a loan of $50. Probably because he was nervous as fuck. <laughs> can't can't yeah. concentrate on the game because you're worried you're going to get murdered. Yeah. And he was referring to uh, Captain Massey there, saying, that old duffer's cleaning me out. Uh, Jack McCall enters the saloon. No one paid him any notice because he was a cross-eyed loser. Uh, (laughs) Quietly, McCall goes to the bar when behind Wild Bill, who in his hand had a pair of aces and eights and a queen. Which is up for debate, but that's been part of the lore. mm -hmm. McCall steps forward, presses his forty-five against Wild Bill's head, and pulls the trigger and said... Damn you, take that. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what he said. And then he was arrested yeah. for unsportsmanlike conduct for being a uh, sore loser. He got a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Actually, actually he kind of like fled a little ways, and then uh, he hadn't settled his horse correctly, and so mm-hmm. he fell off and got kind of the, the shit kicked out of him and uh, got detained. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, people convened at the Bella Union to figure out what to do next because there's no courts in Deadwood because it's a illegal settlement because they're still on Sioux land. So they decide on a minor's court. Uh, it's you a bunch of children. An, 
Yeah, I was going to say, it reminds me of that. Uh, they just did one of those on, like, John Oliver. Uh-huh. They had the, the oh, it's because they were talking about how uh, immigration courts, like, there's kids as young as three that have to depend oh, yeah, defend they, themselves in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the white guy's, oh, they can do that, you know. And then so they did a skit with, like, children's court. It's, like, all these three-year-olds running the court. And the guy that does, like, the voice for, like, Archer mm-hmm. is, like, the defendant and shit. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you would think it'd be an open and shut case, plenty of witnesses, but the defense said that while well, Bill killed McCall's brother in Abilene, but in reality, McCall had three sisters and no brother. Wow. Uh, the, the jury didn't know this at the time, and McCall was found not guilty. Oh, no a, way. The jury was also a shitload of, once again, minors who were probably kind of half shit-faced and also maybe didn't really care that... Uh, yeah, they shot was, the guy that wanted to be the sheriff, or that they thought wanted to be the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So McCall takes off for Wyoming, but he did not escape the law. Uh, Charlie Utter badgered Wyoming officials to arrest him and try him again since the trial took place on Sioux land, not part of the territory. They could prosecute him again. Uh, his, uh, his second trial was the legal trial, would be in Yankton. Took place in December 1876, and by March, the death sentence was carried out, and he was the first man legally hanged in the Dakota Territory. Yay! Yay. And there was much rejoicing. Well, I like uh, the details of that trial. Like, uh, actually, no defense witnesses were called whatsoever for that trial. Okay? And then McCall's like, oh, I was just, I was just drunk, and I don't remember anything. Can I get another child? Yeah, he also said uh, that wasn't his real name, it was Jack McCall. And uh, so he's trying to basically, like you said, Jack McCall had sisters, no brother, but he's trying to claim, well, I'm not actually Jack McCall. Oh my so God. I do have a brother, and, you know. He's, he's trying to pull the fucking, like the, uh, the soap opera defense. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like just yeah. any. I had amnesia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant. And, oh, and did we mention he is 24 years old? So Wild Bill was what, 36? 36, yep. And this fucker's 24, and they were playing cards with a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. It was a simpler time. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, his wife, Agnes, lives until 1907. She was almost 81, dies in New Jersey. So that's about all I have, unless you guys mm-hmm. have more. Well, other than the fact that I, I'm sure uh, a lot of people that'll listen to this are very familiar with, I mean, the, the, probably the most, it's been depicted a million times in film, uh, the killing of Wild Bill Hickok. Uh, like you say, Little Dead Man always pisses me off because I don't think it. it's portrayed as not being in Deadwood. It's also being portrayed uh, by, as like some 12-year-old shooting him and says he killed my pa or some shit. So Little Big Man one pisses me off. Uh, the one in Deadwood... The actual killing's pretty accurate, other than the fact that one of the guys at the table is not a 17-year-old, but they even have the captain guy. that Apparently, the captain guy took the slug, uh, went through Wild Bill's head and hit him in the wrist. Oh, oh yeah, wow. So, about that part. And, and, he, and he's the one that claims that, oh, he had the fucking, the dead man's hand, the aces and eights, you know, which has become a famous thing. Uh, but, you know, in Deadwood, it's depicted that... Uh, Charlie Utter himself goes and chases the fucker down and finds Seth Bullock on the trail, and they go both chase Jack McCall down, which didn't fucking happen because Wild Bill was killed the day before fucking uh, um, Seth Bullock and Saul Star even got to Deadwood. 
So, yeah, on the show, it's depicted like they become buddies and stuff. Nobody and got it right. All right. They, didn't, they didn't even meet each other. We're going to have to make a short film, I guess. Yeah. Lay, lay this shit well, to bed. Well, don't worry, because there's always, uh, let's see, there's about 40 other Wild Bill. I mean, other than the Earps, Wild Bill's probably had more fucking movies made about him than pretty much anybody. I'm just saying it was Calamity Jane, not that their romantic love interest and that wasn't yeah. true at all. So. Well, she claimed she claimed in her biography that her and Bill had been married and she she divorced him so he could marry Agnes, of which there is absolutely no documentation, so uh, very unlikely. All I'm saying is I think uh like the three of us should produce like a five minute um uh what do you call it? Like a dramatic reenactment a la you know unsolved mysteries. Okay. And uh, and then we'll just, you know, we'll start our YouTube media empire with that. Well, you, you want a part of the bar? We'll just do it. Since we don't have a bunch of Old West regalia, we'll just do it at the Vic, and it'll be like, but the clothing will be modern. Oh, perfect. But, yeah, yeah. But the setting will be like, yeah. Just and be we'll like, use real, real live rounds, too. Totally, no. yeah. Oh. But, like, Jack McCall will have, like, a Glock. Yeah. And they'll well, actually like everybody. A 1970s machine pistol. Everybody will be sitting around playing their switches instead of poker. <laughs> yes. Oh, everybody's playing Animal Crossing at the table together. Yep. <laughs> then we'll just have somebody go, take that motherfucker. And like basically while they're, while they're shooting in the back of the head, also posting it on Insta. Oh, totally. That's, that's the main reason they figure Jack McCall shot him is he wanted to be famous for killing Wild Bill. Right, right. So that would be an absolute like, yeah, this guy's TikTok video. While you're shooting at a guy playing a switch in the back of the head. Holy shit. With a Glock. That'd be about the most modern analog, I guess. Yeah. Of that. Should live stream it to Facebook because they wouldn't take it down. You know what I mean? They would just right. be like, oh, free speech, free speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit. That's actually not a terrible idea because I, I always think about we should make historical reenactments. I want to do some, but I want to do them more like... Um, like shitty, shitty animation wise, mm-hmm. but a way to do it with, without having to get while well, those plastic Indians and cowboys that you sent me, and oh, like yeah. yeah, all that shit, and the party llama, and the party llama, but uh, like instead of like investing in like a bunch of hats and old west guns and trying to find old west looking shit, just keep the story as accurate as you can, just make it modern analog. Yeah, you know that that'd be kind of fun. That sounds dope be kind of the exact opposite of what we're trying to do here with this whole thing, but kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, but that's yeah. that's the story, huh? Yep. That's yep. Uh, sweet. One of those one of those ones that we always kind of beat around the bush and try to withhold from the people as yeah. long as possible, but you got you got to give them a nugget every once in a while, so that that, that that there was Wild Bill. Fuck yeah. I think we just need to go out and hail a gunfire. Yeah. And I think we need to do it now. Okay. Okay, see you guys. Fuck you, Miles City. (laughs) And also Nelson Miles. (laughs) So I'm just like, what's on it? We need Islam.